I would always come back to self-love. So that's how it started then being like, self-love is very essential. Before mm-hmm. you love anybody else, before you get that job that you want, before you do that move that you want to make mm-hmm. or that project, you have to really, really convince yourself of the truth, which is, mm-hmm. I'm worthy, I can do this. And, yeah. if it, and if I can not do it now, that's okay, I'm still worthy. Can you break down the difference between self-love and self-care for us? Because I know that those things get clumped in mm-hmm, together mm-hmm, sometimes. Mm-hmm. I feel like self-care is an act of self-love. You know mm. what I mean? I feel, to me, self-love is just knowing and understanding that I'm worthy no matter where I am in life, mm-hmm. what things I have accomplished or not, mm-hmm. who my parents are, mm. where I came from, I am worthy of love and to be here. That's to me self-love. Okay. Now self-care is more a practice of appreciation towards our bodies and mm-hmm. our minds and our spirits. You know, um, For example, today I worked so hard and I really want a glass of wine. And I'm going to take care of that need. I'm not abuse it, but take care of that need and relax and have that glass of wine and put work aside just for tonight. Or I'm going to take the time out and put on this mask, this sheet mask and take care of my skin because I'm always going, going, mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. I don't even put moisturizer on because I'm always rushing out the, at the house, you know? So it's more an act of stopping and taking care of your body, which is the tool that allows you to do everything in life. Yeah. Um, and that could be also spiritual. Sometimes it's not your body, it's just, you know, relaxing listening to good music listening to a podcast that you like going for a walk mm-hmm. you know just allowing yourself to, to stop and you know i love that yeah. i love that well, we should we should have been recording we are always, we re- we always are <gasps> ah, everyone's bad. always listening i'm looking at around my apartment the eye in the sky <laughs> the eye in the sky <laughs> the eye in the sky is always watching girl <laughs> This is Matt. And this is Cindy. And this is Marado Lens, a feminist podcast hosted by two childhood friends who discuss embracing our inner bruja, sex, and culture. Always funny, always real. And who you just heard there was Anna Benzan. Ooh, dropping some knowledge. Anna, welcome. Hello. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Self-love extraordinaire. That's what what I'm about. That's what you're about. So what would be the proper title for you? Tell us more about you. I'm the self-love queen. I'm (laughs) I'm Somebody about that. That's, you know, that's so, somebody real. called me that. I'm like, you know, I, I kind of like that. I, I should add that to my bio on my Instagram. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm thinking right, about right, it. Right, yeah. right, right. Because right now it's kind of, if you go on Instagram and it's Anna dot Benzan, you're a blogger, right? Yeah, and obviously you, you, you write about this a lot. Is yeah. that kind of your approach in life? You want to be, you want to talk about this Absolutely. through editorial content? Absolutely. I feel it because, um, like I was mentioning before, everything comes back to it. So Mm. you you could say, oh, I want to talk about body positivity because I've had such a hard time accepting my body the way it is. Mm -hmm. Or I want to talk about, um, you know, being uh, different, you know, in life and not being accepted. It all comes back to just understanding your worth. Mm -hmm. Um, When it comes to, for example, for for a period of time there, I wanted to do, or I was doing like kind of like fashion, you know, uh, on my Instagram. And I was like, it always came back to, dressing to love myself mm-hmm. not dressing to imitate someone else or oh that shirt doesn't look good on me it's more like oh this is my body i appreciate it and eventually you know you learn to love it and dress to appreciate your body dress instead of like try- yourself. right yourself mm-hmm. instead of like trying to follow all of these trends and like oh my god that doesn't look good on me it's more like well what does look good on me mm-hmm. you know what i mean and if that doesn't look good on me that doesn't mean that i'm less pretty than anybody else right mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so to me personally everything comes back to self-love what triggered that exactly 
Ah, that's a deep one. Mm. Ooh, that's deep a, like the ocean. That's how that's we live deep. down here. We oh, live in the ocean. Oh, we do shadow work here all day yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, that's a deep one. I think, I think, and yeah, that's funny you ask that. I think that when you're not giving that appreciation and that encouragement growing up, and I think that's where it comes from for me personally, coming from a Latino family, a Dominican family, I was loved. I know I was loved, mm -hmm. but I don't come from a family that's like celebrating everything. Like, I see, 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 excelente. No, no, no. Like, I, I come from a family that you get straight A's, you bring it home, and they're like, eso es lo que te está supuesto hacer. That's mm -hmm. what you're supposed to that's do. So right, okay, right. so you're not celebrated, you don't get any special treatments, you know. Uh, so, I didn't, I didn't get that growing up. So right, I, right. I guess without knowing, I had to become that for myself. I had to tell myself, you're beautiful, you're worthy, you're smart, you're intelligent, you're important. Because I needed that in life. I was very shy, very um, nervous about everything, insecure about having an accent, you know, when I came to, to the United States. Mm -hmm. uh, so How old were you when you came? I, I was 14, almost 15 when I came to okay. the States. So uh, 2004, I came to the States. Right, right. Actually, July, July 4th, 2004. Get wow. out of here. Yeah, actually, the Independence, Independence Day. Day. You Look, came in with a bang, girl. Girl, I came <laughs> I came to the States, right? And I see and I see that there's flags all over the place. I'm like, oh my God, Americans are so proud of their country oh my <laughs> i didn't gosh. know it was independence day so actually yeah so i came uh july 4th kind of awesome um, yeah that is awesome yeah that is kind of and cooler. also kind of disappointing in july 5th though because then all the flags came down <laughs> <laughs> you're like damn they're not that proud they're not that proud and then i understood later on, i'm like okay get to be that at un holiday but it's kind of special let me ask you a question you came back in when 2004 you said right? yeah that's and when i came the first time i came to stay Right, right away you yeah. knew this is it well um for they told us that we we're gonna come my sisters and i for the summertime and then about a week before we came uh they had a sit down with us and they said listen mommy because we had the green paper we had we got the green card right away mm. um over there back at home because my grandma my, my family has been here for many many years mm. um so we got the green card so they said if they go for the summer, they have to go back every few months, like every three months, because otherwise right. they're going to lose their green card. Mm. So mommy and papi sat down with us and they said, uh, as much as we want to keep you here, it's just, we, we can't fly you four kids back and forth every three to four months. Mm -hmm. You guys have to stay there and go to school there. Yeah. And it was like a week before I came to the United wow. States. So, and I was 14, a teenager. Wow. So, I, I, you know, I was like, wait, what? So I'm not going to see my friends again? So what are you talking about? So I had to come still with my fam my dad's family. It was like a shock for me in the beginning when I came, for sure. Was it a culture shock as well? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's completely different back in DR. Um, school, not only culturally, but just like I came to a family that was my father's family. Great people, but I didn't grow up with them. Yeah. So mm. they felt like strangers to me. Not like home. Right. It didn't feel yeah. like home. So yeah. it was like you were staying at a stranger's house that they were family, but they weren't, you know? Right. No, no. You so, got you to know people jive with them before yeah, you can start exactly. using so a, a like, big word like family. I see me, you know? you know, you come, you stay. That's it. You came to relatives and hopefully they grew into a family. Yeah, That's how yeah, I've been like absolutely. dividing it in my head. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it was it was hard. It so was your hard. mom stayed behind? She stayed behind because she didn't have papers yet. Oh, she just God. came five years ago. Yeah. For the first time. For the, for the first time. Wow. So that that's was, a long, that's a long, that's a long time. And I had never been, we, uh, my sisters and I had never been away from my mother um, ever before. So, so how long were you separated for? How many years uh, is Oh that? my God. I don't even know. 
that had to be like eight, nine years. Wow. I, I really, I really don't know to be honest with you. Um, who was your your caretaker in the sense of like mother? Who represented that my mother? My sister, my older sister. Okay, and she mm. was only like twenty two years old, so it was too much for her. I'm sure. You know what I mean? She's she going was through just, her own right, thing. and she had kids. Oh, she wow. had kids back in the with my mom. So it was a very complicated thing. Then Papi came a few months later. He stayed for two years um, until we finished high school. When we were done with high school, he was like, kids, I love you, but I'm out. <laughs> he couldn't get used to the system. Over there, he's like a Don Domingo. You know, he has a bodega. He's very well known. He has <laughs> businesses. Over here, he was another worker at a factory. Mm-hmm. So it was hard for him to adapt to that as well. Yeah. Um, and then I had the choice of at 16 to stay back in, in the DR or to come here. Mm. And I tried to go to DR because life would have been a little bit easier. Papi would have taken care of uh, the university and all that stuff. But then uh, I couldn't register anymore. It was too late. So I was going to have to stay a whole year without going to university. And I didn't like that. So at seven, 16, 17, because I graduated high school at 16, I was like, Mommy, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm going to the States. I'm going back to the States. Mm. So I came back, and I was pretty much on my own. I was staying at my uncle's house, paying rent, going to college wow. full time. You became an adult very quickly. I became an wow. adult very, very quickly. So, again, that's why I had to. I went through so much in life looking for that home, mm. that, you know, comforting hugs. And so I had to become that to myself. And that's where self-love became, like, a non-negotiable part of my life. It's like a pivotal moment in your life that it had to become, like, imperative yeah. for exactly. it to happen. Exactly. Have you yeah. found a home yet? And by that I mean like your inner and home. myself, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah. because mm-hmm. it's independent of who I am with. Yeah. It's independent of the relationship that I have with my mother, which right now is very great, mm-hmm. um, or or who I have around me. Mm-hmm. Because I found that who I had around me sometimes was not someone that was there forever. So if I relied um, emotionally on that person. Then if I saw myself without that person, I saw myself lost Deep. again. Deep. Oh, I've been there. And so scary. all of us and have. I kinda all got, of us, Yeah, true. I got sick of finding myself lost again. Oof. And then have to restart again and find myself again. And who I'm, you know, who am I? What's my personality? So, what do I like? So insert here. It's so deep because I think that a lot of women in particular go mm-hmm. through this because we're always told that we have to rely on a man or a significant other to kind of Absolutely. give us that power. It's beautiful that you have found that and you saw like this pattern, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, mm-hmm. every time that doesn't work out with a human, I'm now back lost and a lone mm-hmm. wolf. Yeah. How or what can you advise those women right now that are relying purely um, their happiness on a significant other as opposed to themselves like how do they catch that pattern how do they kind of switch that conversation yeah. it's so hard because you get you get so into a routine mm. right of seeing that person spending time with a person Sunday nights is you know movie nights or whatever and before you know it they're all up in your life mm-hmm. right and you don't have me time mm-hmm. so it's important that we step back and we allowed our allow ourselves to love the person without having to be with the person all the time right like i absolutely love you i'm crazy about you but you need to go over there and work and i'm gonna go over here and do my thing yeah um it's uncomfortable personal work and 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 i found i don't like to say i found it because it's a process that never ends yeah right like you think you have it and you're like oh yeah i'm confident i feel good and then someone does something or says something and it triggers those insecurities like, again you're like ouch that hurt mm-hmm. so then you have to sit down by yourself and just go and journal about it what did this hurt what did yeah, it trigger journal more all you ladies journal oh, really yeah, oh yes I oh yes like, and yeah. you realize after you know things are gonna come out and i feel like it's our inner guidance our know-it-all power you know yeah um that right stuff on that on that page that you're like i didn't write that 
that came from somewhere else. Like when yeah. you go, so do you go back and read your writing? Sometimes I do. And sometimes yeah. as I'm writing, I'm like, so I had all the answers all, all along. I just had to be quiet to find out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what you my know, therapist used to say you know when she would ask me a question and she and I would respond with, I don't know. And she's like, no, Cindy, you do, you do know. know. And I'm like, she scared me because mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I do know. Maybe I'm either too scared to look. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to look. And I don't know how to look. Right. So it was just like a, a very strange process. And she was the one that introduced me to writing. She yeah. was like, maybe you start writing down what you think. And then mm-hmm. it leads to another thought. And then an X. And so like. Before you know it. Yeah. Before you know it. So like I so relate to you when you said like the self-love like process like can change up. Because, you know, I think I'm on my A game. Mm-hmm. And when I'm not, like I have a boyfriend now. And so like I'll be very candid and saying and like I thought we were going to hang out one Friday night. And then we didn't. Mm-hmm. And like literally like almost like a like a nervousness or like a fear was like what am i gonna do then mm-hmm. right and then i was like okay cindy get it together mm-hmm. you've hung out by yourself many a time and you love that shit go back to that and so right. i was like "Ooh, i'm gonna go home and watch a movie and order some pizza and then he called me like actually i can't and i was like actually it's okay <laughs> like, i'm good I got so this. like it actually worked out but like it's almost like i forgot how to hang out by myself right. and that made me scared and that happens because you were quick to jump in your comfort zone i guess oh, yes. yeah because being with someone that definitely enjoys your company yeah and then either trying to figure out like how you enjoy your own company is kind of like scary but like mm-hmm. just go in just be uncomfortable for like an hour and you'll figure it out that's right. the word the word is uncomfortable you have to be able to mm-hmm. be uncomfortable yeah um and i feel like doing work that helps you grow mm-hmm. needs to it, it is uncomfortable in the beginning it's not cool to sit down by yourself on a saturday night and journal and cry and think and you know just try to why am i sad today you know like it's really not cool no, it's but not. After it's not cool, like quotations right, and right, standards. Right. It's, right? it's not right. It's not like Instagramable, as people say, right? <laughs> and I try to Instagram about this it. though every now and then. You know, I tell and, and I go. I appreciate. Yeah, I go on my Instagram and I tell people I've been out because I've been depressed. I've been having anxiety attacks. I've mm-hmm. been and I just can't understand why exactly I'm having these anxiety attacks. So I needed to regroup and see what the hell is going on, mm-hmm. right? So it's not comfortable. It's not fun. But after you're over it, you learn about yourself so much that you have the tools to so that when it happens again, you're like, oh. You're equipped. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Oh, I'm having this because I'm alone. Okay, I got this. So this is what we're going to do. And then you do something yeah. that pleases you by yourself. And then yeah. you're like, I got this. But yeah. it takes a little bit of being honest with yourself. Like, oh, oh, yeah. And, and and it takes a little bit of ugly crying by yourself. Ooh, yes. You know? Ugly crying. I've ugly cried on a Friday night. And just have it into, into the pillow, you know? That ugly crying, like, what the hell is going on with my life? Oh, man. I don't know if I've ever shared this on the show, and I don't know if you guys have ever tried this, but it helps me figure out the whys. So someone told me, ask yourself why seven times. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I literally put, why, why am I afraid times? to be? Because it, it brings you to the truth. So one time, and like this that. is very vulnerable of me to share, but one time I asked myself, and this was when I was alone and I was uncomfortable because I couldn't re- I couldn't figure out whether I was uncomfortable because i was lonely or because i was alone because there's those are two different mm-hmm. things two different things. Mm-hmm. two different things right and alone being like you're just literally alone for that moment and lonely mm-hmm. being that you are just not comfortable being without a significant other in your life right like two different things you right. should be comfortable alone mm-hmm. right? so that takes process but i asked myself at the top of the page the practice was like ask the question so it was like why am i scared to be alone mm-hmm. and i and it's why and i put because it feels lonely why because I wish I had somebody in my life. Why? Because I've been alone for a year and it's kind of scary. Why? I, I could take you through the whole process, but it ended up being with like, because I'm afraid to end up alone like my mom. 
that's so deep. That's ancestral trauma, right? That's ancestral trauma because my mom has been divorced with my dad since I was like born. She got remarried and it pains me to see her alone because like she's such a wonderful person like she should be with someone right. and she wants to be loved and she does want to be loved and like i show her that kind of love but that there's a special kind of like it's a different you don't love wanna, it's a different kind of love you it's get from a, a relationship kind of, of course it's a different so like kind of that love. was my fear and i'm like i can't let her that fear impose on like my life so that's when shit started to shift uh-huh. but i i do I say you two at some point this week try the whole why thing seven times. Oh, I can times. see it. You're gonna get to some truths that you're like, ooh, I didn't even know that about myself. Yeah. Type deep thing. stuff. Deep. Did you deep like did the you ocean, did you guide the Brujas to this or La Brujas Club? Was this part of the journaling or was it a little bit different? No, this is something that I learned from a coworker last year. Very and she nice. was like, you should ask it's yourself so why powerful. seven times, and I was like, what? And she's I'm like, gonna do ask it on a piece of paper. Tonight. Okay. Oh, I, I, got, some, I got a lot of whys. Oh so yeah. I got some questions for the universe. You know, but I think it. It, it gets to the bottom of mm-hmm. like a fear and then maybe how you can take care of that fear on your own by right. like loving yourself in a certain way so i became like my own dates i was like maybe yes. I'm just, i should just be yeah, alone invite me when yes. she had pizza i think i was kind of fucked up but like you know, <laughs> we moved, we moved past you, that one okay you'll be here for the next pizza night you were here for some pizza i'm like bitch be lonely but give me some pizza <laughs> but like, i'm like tranquila al lado yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm i won't even talk to her. I, just I, the pizza. I was what? on that journey last year and i was like oh, you know I've never gone to the movies alone. I've never really eaten dinner alone. Have I've you? had dinner at the bar. Not yet. That's my last thing uh, I have to do okay, my list. Okay, Every okay. time I want to go to the movies alone, like something I think comes I up. Hey, I'll give you really? one better though. I'll give you one whoa, better. Because it's easier. Self-love easier challenge. Self-love challenge. To, <laughs> to do those things alone when we don't have a partner. But now I want to challenge you now that you do have a boyfriend. Exactly. So I'm trying to do those things alone. I want you to go by, to the movies by yourself. And I need <gasps> to do the same by myself. Okay. Can we all check in on one another? Yeah. Matt, have you been to like, the movies Like go, go out to a dinner to like a nice restaurant. I'm done with the dinner like. as a starting point because I don't really like the movies. Oh, so then, like then dinner. I never go with my husband because Something I like the movies. So it'd be hard. Husband. I don't even do it because okay. I don't do it. But dinner, I love dinner. Yeah. Dinner by yourself. Dinner by yourself will be extremely hard because I right. associate the way people associate wine and beer and liquor with yeah. socializing. I associate food, food with oh. your significant other. Honey, if I was when I was a bachelor and had my own apartment, I would barely cook. My ass would be frozen foods and maybe when I don't have guests over, I get so excited. I go shopping. <laughs> I start cooking. It's like, like we're gonna eat today. That's I'm so excited, That's right? That's so funny. But it's like it takes a social movement or gathering for me to want to actually cook a meal. Now, so even cooking a meal for myself, I should probably start there. Actually. Now question, question. Maybe. Like a full meal. That's, you see, that's I've the thing. never known that about not knowing you get so excited when people come over. You're like, oh, now I'm going to cook. <laughs> I feel eat. like I'm the same way. And my guy says that all the time. He's like, mommy, you don't eat. I'm like, okay, I will rio come solo. It's too That's boring. how I feel. It's like social for me. You know, you know? like I could have like just a, a plate of apples and I'm happy on myself. Yeah, but if it's like by myself, like it's just not as exciting. Mm-hmm. Now, question, and I'm just, I'm asking this myself. Is it because we're Latinas and we and we relate food to company, people, and It's happiness? cultural for sure. It's yeah. cultural. Yeah. Because it's a I've way been to, to connect. Yeah, and I told right. him this. I've been to too many like little kid parties for my for my son, and we go to suburban areas. So people know I've been very vocal. There's a lot of white women, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And it's like when we go to those parties, they look. I mean, they look sad. I said we got more food at a funeral. Exactly, exactly. But it's because the cultural thing. I'm so used mm-hmm. to when you go to a Latina party, it's like abundance. It's, it's abundance. Kind of you could be the poorest family, yeah. but the day of a social gathering, mm-hmm. like you are with every sobra, and everybody sobra. takes out food. Yeah. Mira, pero la prima no pudo venir. Send her something. Yeah, you know. 
it's Man, a way it's a way of it, connecting it's a it's way, a of, way sharing. of sharing yeah it's like that's the way you express love mm-hmm. in our yes. culture like that's how that's my right. mom tells me that she loves me she says it every now and then now that i'm an adult right and she's you know mom and daughter relationships are so work in progress oh yes complex. honey we've gone there but, uh, yes. <laughs> with that you know plate of sancocho uh whatever it is that she brings me food without me asking i know she's just telling me i love it i appreciate it yeah. what's your name what's your mommy's name uh casimira casimira yeah wow, casimira. beautiful name well her, she has like a very like old name her name is petronila casimira in san hernandez she's got wow. a very traditional name what wow. does she do that mofongo she's a very traditional she does everything oh she loves gosh. it shout out to that mofongo that your mommy oh, yeah, does really? oh, she's Sounds like the star of a novela. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have her listen to this, and she's gonna be like, "I see, Kevin, and I was at a mango." Yo, I'm there. I love me, I'm there. We were just but tell her we do. Yesterday. I do the tres golpes because the sachichon I keep out. I know, girl. Is huevo queso y mango for me? But people, the the moms when I go to the heights to get my mango, mm-hmm. I tell Cindy this sometimes, and they make tres. So no que sachichon. The waitress always tells me, I'm like, no, no, nada más queso, esto y esto, and you, and then at the end of the day. At the end of the day, I'm like, no, no, no. But okay, no me des chichón, dame dos huevo instead of chichón because they don't, they feel like they're ripping you off. Yeah, they're like, so, are you sure though? <laughs> dan como que demasiada comida. Wait, so you don't even food. tell them at that point you're vegetarian? You don't even break the news to them? No, I never do. I said no, no. Oh, sometimes I no no como carne. Mm-hmm. Ah. So, ¿qué quiere que te demos entonces? I'm like, todo huevo está bien. That's, that sounds so accurate. Y entonces, mija, ¿qué tú quieres? They're like, what are you going to eat then? Right. So, What's when I say two be? eggs, they're like, oh, that makes okay, sense. Okay, that makes sense. Because oh, so if not, I would have starved. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, in their mind. They're like, yeah. how do I make up and for your starvation And they say me like skinny later. little things. They're like, they feel bad for you. Like, está pobre. Por eso que está tan flaca. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm like, no, no, dos huevos está bien. They're like, okay, está bien, está bien. I rationalize with abuelas because yo they get they get offended. They get offended with their food. Oh my god! That's how they say. Let's I jump love into it. that real quick. Veganism. Where's oh, your stance girl. on it? I know oh you speak god. of it from like we got a Latina vegetarian. That's right. Veganish. Veganish. When she said I'm veganish, I was like, you have got to do something with that. That's so good. I'm veganish. veganish right. And, and shout but, out to all the vegans that are so uptight because people some people are veganish and that's know, better I, than not being it's so veganish. I have a friend that gets like real tight about this. She's like, no, don't say don't say that you're vegan. That if you are not there's no such thing as a veganish well then I'm who like, invented the ish I, that I, exists I, for girl i just didn't you did. deal with it you did. <laughs> trademark but i'm saying i i tell her i'm like um i actually haven't told her this but this is the way i think i'm like you're discouraging me from going the 80 or 90 percent vegan vegan that i am going mm. because you want to take that away from me pretty True. much because i don't buy anything that has any dairy in it i don't have anything like that in my home mm-hmm. i add the ish because if my mother happens to make habichuela conduce for for Semana Santa. I am so sorry. But I'm going to have a little bit of habichuela conduce. And that has leche de vaca. You know, that has milk. And it's just like part of, again, we go back to it's part of like a cultural... I love you thing that I grew right. up with, right? Saying so, no to her food means saying no to her. And, yep. and it, she slaves in the kitchen making this habichuela con dulce. It takes a while. It takes a long time. <laughs> it takes a long time. <laughs> For and, you to be like, and, no puedo, mami, tiene leche right. de vaca. And, I, and I'm be gonna, like, to be honest with you, I don't need like a whole bunch because, uh, you know, I don't. But uh, I do try it because it's just like my mama's food. And eventually, sad to say, but eventually I won't have my mama. I and know. I won't have that habichuela con dulce. And it's yep. something that it's dear to me. So I will have it in 
that means me adding the ish to vegan, then That's I'm fine. a vegan There you go. Yeah. Same thing when I go to Tampa, my aunt, who's Ecuadorian, but swear she's Dominican, will throw her habichuela <laughs> down because her husband's Dominican. She, yeah. like, basically so is she Dominican. she learned how to do, yeah. They, mm-hmm. they are now, like, in their 50s, and they've met since 15. But let me tell you, girl, That's she so talks cute. like a Dominican more than a Dominican. I'm like, but who are you, though? I'm confused <laughs> with my heritage now because then I become half Dominican in the process. So, but I go to Tampa once a year, and once a year she makes her habichuelas that she takes very seriously, mm-hmm. Dominican style. But she'll throw a piece of pork in there. Oh, wow. And if, That's different. And if for some reason I find that pork, I throw it out. I scoop it up. I scoop it up, throw it out. But I'm not going to throw the out rest. the I eat their beans. And yeah. that's in honor of what you were saying, like heritage, culture. And like they did this for you. Yeah. And in her mind, in her mind, that's vegan. <laughs> oh, I try to explain to them it's not She's vegan like, when no, you mix lo puse ahí para sabor. That's, all, that's what she says. That's all it's for. That's like, this is how my mom, because in the beginning I was not eating anything, right? So she's like, pero mi, entonces ahora... How are we going to do this with the sancocho, you know? So then she was like, how about this? Um, we're going to take a colador, straightener, and we're going to put the sancocho through it so that way you don't get any meat in it. And you mm-hmm. get the little sopa, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can have the platanos and the yuca, and then you can still have it. I'm like, oh, that actually works then. Right, right, right. That way. Well, there you go. But it is also, we as young women, we're like millennials still, we're the modern Latina that's immigrated mm-hmm. to this country. Yep. You know, we're teaching our parents in a way to become more woke and more conscious about yep. eating. And it doesn't mean excluding your culture. That means um, creating a system where you could have both. You could exactly. have your culture. You could still have that platano and mango without right. the pork in it you could just right. have it with cheese or right. without cheese and some vegan butter like right. there's ways around it recently cindy and i discovered these amazing dominican women yes. from from the bronx <gasps> i heard Shut of them up. what are they called the bronx vegans well their instagram handle is next stop vegan but their um company name is a vegan with a twist and they're a dominican do, family do, and it's dominican like food cooking, cooking classes and stuff they Not. may but that's a good idea for them but they do catering yes. but it would be good for them to have a cooking class as well like so that we could become independent please. have a cooking class we're gonna Oh my gosh, I would love that because honestly, it's more about education for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when I had this like pastelito that they had that tasted like meat, but it wasn't meat, it was out of this world good. Delicious. Whatever that was, I need more of it. Right. And I'm like, if I had a meat replacement like that, you best believe I would do it because I know it's healthier. Like I eat meat for the taste, which is really rare. Mm -hmm. Like I eat it when I go out to eat. Like every once a month, I want a churrasco. That's just me, but I don't have it at home. Vegetarian-ish. I'm very, oh. You're a vegetarian I like that, I like that title. (laughs) Yeah, when I'm home, I'm like, I'm gonna boil eight eggs for the week. Like that's my protein, but that's just like laziness But you You also like the nuts. <laughs> que sucia, because you know we're not talking Pero about food right now. Toda, que gusta. Oh, excuse me. I gotta spice it up once in a while. Apparently, you have to. Uh huh. But no, one. but I appreciate that because I think that we are. Um, creating an educational platform by Absolutely. becoming these women that evolve like sometimes we're vegans Absolutely. but guess what our parents were never vegan like no. that wasn't a thing you right. know so yes i think it is progression of the latino mm-hmm. and alongside becoming you know equals in america and being appreciated yeah. as immigrants we mm-hmm. also have to take in that um reworking some food doesn't mean reworking our culture absolutely you yep. know it just means like really evolving becoming a culture list i love yeah. that as yeah, latinos really as latinas and i feel that's so good it's good for us man it also creates a better social atmosphere because let me tell you something if every restaurant had vegan options mm. i could hang out with my vegan friends more often exactly like i almost feel right. like i have to pick and choose yeah like when i'm at vegas i could only do this spot and it's like why can't i roll up to a malecon and be like let me have the vegan mango 
Exactly. And, and she and three of my friends want that vegan with pork. And it's actually know? doable. It is doable. It's actually yeah. doable. It takes a little bit more effort, just like everything else when you're making a shift. But mm-hmm. I mean, it would open up their world. It would open up ours. But the shift is really the mindset. It's a mindset because it's easier said than it's easier than it feels to yeah. be vegan. Although it almost it's actually the minimalistic form of cooking. I feel mm. with a, with many things. I'll it tell really you why. Is. Like mango, people put pork. Well, this one you don't need to put pork because it's vegan. That's true. If it's just re- so it's almost simplifying some things as opposed to complicating it. So Pero that's que más le falta el, la mantequilla, right? They put butter. But in they it. have vegan butter. They have that vegan works stuff. honestly as mm. it, it, the taste is the same. same I thing. use vegan mm-hmm. butter every day. Yeah. Tastes mm. the same. To be honest with you, it's so funny because when I visit a DR and when I like go to a family's house or like any Latino really, and I tell them, listen, I'm a vegetarian or a vegan or whatever. Because I just to try to get them to understand, like, my lifestyle. They're like, so then what do you eat? I'm like, oh, my God. I'm simpler than anybody else. Because, right. like, you will give somebody else arroz, habichuela, pollo, right? Rice, uh, rice, me- uh, beans, and meat. Mm-hmm. You're just going to give me the rice and the beans. With the and they, sal- it with blows the, their the, mind. Doesn't it the, blow their with, mind, though? The, yeah, and salad. And like, pero me, I go, I'm like, I'll be fine. Do I look I don't think they, yeah. <laughs> Look at me. You look healthy to me, girl. girl? Yeah. <laughs> they I don't got... realize that, like, beans have fiber and protein. Exactly. <laughs> when you put it with the rice, it's even better. And mm-hmm. actually, just from a scientific perspective when you add the meat with the protein in one sitting mm-hmm. it's actually too much protein for it's the human much. which makes you overwork your mm-hmm. metabolism mm-hmm. which is why there's so much overweight um in the system it's because your body has yeah, a hard yeah. time breaking down all that we protein. think we need more and protein diabetes. Than, we, well, than we actually do then we do exactly. i mean i don't eat meat at all at all i don't eat same uh, yeah I don't eat eggs nothing no eggs either girls okay. Look at me. I don't look malnourished. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, uh, it's again, about educating You're yourself. You're a curvaceous, and- beautiful Latina with hey, a glow. Hello. how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> she was talking about me. She was like, I'm going to take that compliment and run with it. Thank run you. Run with it. Hello. All the way to Najat. That's that self-care love. Uh, yeah. Hello. Which brings me to a question that we talked about before. If you could break down self-care versus self-love okay so self-love to me is a lifestyle everything you do the way you think the way you talk to yourself the way you that you allow everyone to treat you so it's a way of life to it's self-love. a way of life mm-hmm. it's like being a buddhist it's like you know being a vegetarian it's a way of living so you shape everything else around that. Mm. So if a job doesn't allow you to love yourself, you don't belong in that job. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. If, if a friend doesn't help you in your self-love journey, that friend doesn't belong in your life. Right. Mm. Right. Um, so all of the routines and the things that go into your life need to filter through, through that self-love Mm. you know so basically that is the umbrella absolutely and everything's an extension of that of and that. it should pertain to those right. ethos right. which is like if again if it takes away from yourself love or it's consuming you and it's not for love go away afuera. exactly and replace with something positive exactly afuera. it's either gonna nourish you or it's not and yeah, if it doesn't yeah. then it's out right and then self-love so okay self-love self-love self-care right. for example is just a tool or a way of getting right. to the of self-love carrying that so let's say self-care is um, taking care of my skin or having the glass of wine when I need to relax. Now, self self, if I have a whole bottle of wine, right, and I am drunk the next day or drunk that night and then hung hung over the next day and I cannot Function. you know exercise, I cannot mm-hmm. eat right, I am throwing up. Is that self love? No. no, you don't feel good because you're not taking care of your body. You're not taking care of yourself. You overdid it. You're you sick. overdid it, mm-hmm. right? So that's when you say, okay, I'm having this glass of wine. I absolutely love it. I might want another one, but if if it's the third or the fourth, and I know I'm going to cross that line of self love, 
Right. And just indulgence, indulgence, right. mm. and like taking a toll in my body. Yeah. Then I don't need that. That's how I yeah. feel with French fries. I'm like, this is not self love. You know, I, I love French fries. This this is sharing a, a batch is self love. You better Girl, come when you have if pizza. You ha- if you have like a craving <laughs> of pizza, and if it doesn't give you a tummy ache, you can have a slice. Yep. No, I know. But I not, don't have pizza every night because then no, you, you're going to feel you sluggish. It's just you like know? everything in yeah. moderation. Exactly. Everything in moderation. Exactly. exactly. It's, it's, it's all about being in alignment with yourself and your goals, right? So it's self-love is my ultimate my ultimate goal in life. Mm, okay. mm-hmm. I want to be someone that when I walk in a room, I want to be so confident that I make everyone feel good about themselves. Mm. Right? That's a lot of light, sister. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they're going to feel very uncomfortable with my presence. Because some people tend to feel very uncomfortable with the presence of someone that's very comfortable with themselves. Yeah. If, yes. if, if they're in darkness. If they're in darkness, yes. right? Let's so, talk about that a little yes. bit. Because that... Girl. Well, I think I think there's two kinds of people because I've I have faced that I have faced people that are uncomfortable because they're not comfortable within themselves, so they don't know what to do with me. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, girl, love me. How are you doing? And they're like, oh, it's too much. <laughs> and then there's other people that, while they might not have ill intentions, like it, they're like haters, mm-hmm. and you don't know what to do with that because mm-hmm. they're not happy with themselves. Mm-hmm. It right. goes back to that. Like to your point, what's really making them uncomfortable is that you actually seem happy at a time that they're not happy, and they're like, why can't I have that? Right. And yeah. that's envy. Exactly. That's envy and that's jealousy. And you can't control that in other people. They no. can only control it in themselves. I, like, I, I told my friend the other day, and she started laughing. I said, whenever, like, you're my friend and something happens, I'm always going to apologize if I made you feel bad in any way. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to apologize because I don't want my friend to feel bad in any way, right. even if it wasn't my intention. I'm not the type of person like, well, it wasn't my intention, so I'm not sorry. No. Right. If it made you feel bad, even if it wasn't my intention, I'm going to apologize because I don't want to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said... um, it's never about me. It's always about you. Mm. And what I'm trying to say is, even when somebody hurts my feelings, I stop and think, why does that particular thing hurts me? Because yes. it's more about myself and my past experiences than it is about that person. Right. The same way that if I do something that bothers you, I will apologize. Yeah. But if you we're really close, I'm going to tell you what triggered that anger. Yeah, that's a lot because of reflection. Because I reminded you of mm. something or someone mm. because I wasn't even intending to offend you. Right, right, right. But I'm going to apologize, right? But after that's done, girl, what triggered that? Because mm. it's always about us, never the other person. Right. So yeah. when our guys do something, it's always about us, not about them. And eventually you get to a point that if a person keeps doing something that, that triggers bothers you. that bothers you and you stay there, you're the one staying. You made the decision. So it's about you again. It's that stagnant energy. It's like, sometimes. No, but it's him that he does this and he does that. No, it's about you that you lack self love and you're staying there. Yeah. yeah. You made a conscious decision to stay. To you stay. know what that person has right. to so offer or not. Right. So why it, why are we staying? Why are you staying? So it mm. always comes back to myself. My guy did something. Hey, I didn't like this, I didn't like that. If he changes, great. If he doesn't and I stay, then that's me. Yeah, yeah. Same with a friendship. Same with your sister. So it's always about you, never about me. When I do something to you. When you do something to me, it's always about mm -hmm. me, never about you. Yeah. Because if I'm really strong in in me knowing my worth, that I'm a good person and that I'm worth, you know, worthy of love, it doesn't matter what you say. I'm always going to understand that. And I'm going to say, mm. you have oh, to honor C- that. Yeah, yeah. Cindy's having a bad day. And I'm going to go check in on her instead of me like, why'd you say that to me? Mm. Hey, girl, you you never talk to me like that. You never ignore me like that. Or you never called me that before. What's going on? What's going on in your life that, mm-hmm. you know, 
Right. You can talk to me. It's okay. I didn't take it personal. I don't take anything personal. That's a skill. That's a skill. That's straight out of the four agreements right there. You just reminded. Have you ever read that book? Yes. Of course. That is something I I have the cards. Oh my God. I haven't gotten the cards yet. I never take anything personal because it's never about me. There's cards to this book? Yeah. There's like this little cards that like you can pick up one every day and read it. It's never about me, girl. This is a, I think I've talked about on the show before, but this book I read maybe five, seven years ago and it's a game changer. It's called The Four Agreements and it's by Miguel Ruiz. And it's, um, he comes, he has like this, Toltec ancestry and he talks about that so that in itself may sound a little bit too new agey for some people mm-hmm. but the four agreements like if you're not comfortable with that jump to the four agreements uh-huh. and the four agreements are don't take anything personally which is what anna is talking about mm-hmm. because people don't do things because of you they do it because of them sounds, yeah. um always do your best because you can't be disappointed with yourself if you always do your best number three about is word. be impeccable with your, with word. your word because that is like the one thing like I'm when you speak <laughs> when you yeah That's like was key. whether like it's like yeah like i'm gonna meet you there at seven and you're not there at seven like try to work on that you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. i'm trying to work on that all the time because i'm obviously like late to many things i try not to be and so i'm really that's something i'm always working right. on. i'm like i don't want to be the girl that's late right uh, so i'm like constantly I'm running way. around I'm the same way like gives me anxiety it like, gives no, me so no, much no, no. anxiety yeah, yeah, yeah. so um and also like if you agree to do something or something like be impeccable mm-hmm. with your word on that because your word is Honor your, your bond. Word. and how you speak mm-hmm. about others too yes and about yourself yeah because it's almost like you cast spells almost it's yep. it's in the that same realm word. yes the power mm-hmm. of the word just like someone can pray for you mm-hmm. someone can kind of do onto you and you can do that onto yourself and others mm-hmm. and the fourth one is, the fourth one. is let me see the fourth one is but definitely get that book the four agreements right you know what because right now it's, we only got three agreements right now but yeah, the fourth but one it. it's so I, I always forget one of them but it's amazing and it, it was a game changer for me and i i just I recommend that book to everyone. I just gave out my seventh copy the other day and I'm like, it's okay if, if I don't get it back. I'm used to giving this book out and not getting mm-hmm. it back because that's how like it, that's amazing how good it is. is. Yeah, that's, that's how really good it is. Good. People kind of keep it to themselves, make notes in it. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's really, really good if you haven't read it. And about that thing about not taking anything uh, personal, people think that when I say that, oh, I don't take anything personal, it's never me, it's always you. It sounds a little like... Uh, Oh, you think you're all that? No, it's actually the opposite. Mm. I'm not that important for you to make everything about me. Mm. I'm not that. You know how some people everything everything's about them. Yeah, I'm not that important. So yeah. I know it has nothing to do with me. It's, it's something really you're to facing. Like, yeah, it's something you're going through. Yeah. It's not about Anna. Anna just came into your life a year ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that, that boyfriend didn't cheat on you because it, of you. He has it, crazy insecurity. Exactly. So, and that made him feel like a man, exactly. like a person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's really hard to. That's really hard to it's remember so hard. when you're on the other end. It's so hard for sure. Well, I love all of that. So read the four <laughs> agreements. Check it yes. out. Yes. Um, also check out Anna on her Instagram. That's Anna dot Benzan B E N Z A N, and then your right. blog is positively Anna with one N dot mm-hmm. com. That's right. And you're gonna get all this amazing self care, self love um, content. Mm. Also tune in because I hear through the grapevines that you're moving from New Jersey. Oh. Girl, I'm going to Atlanta to the South, girl. Oh, girl. oh my God! So I think my my self love content is about to get that much better because I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm facing some all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you know it's it's going to be a growth period for sure. But we're so. still gonna see that Anna content on positivelyanna.com, yeah. right? So look you're out for going that. to see the pretty stuff and the not so pretty stuff all the, the time. What did you I say before it. we started the non Instagram stuff? The non Instagramable. Ugly crying faces. I love it. I love it. Insecurity and anxiety. Honestly, it gives me life because it was one Friday night. I was home. 
not doing so well and i look at anna's stories and she's like taking a lesson on like marketing or something and like taking notes in her notebook i'm like girl i'm so happy to see that because oh, i'm i'm home working right now too it's like 9 p.m on a friday <laughs> night it should be turning up and she's like nope this is not cute but this is what i'm doing we, we tonight not instagram well, yeah, yeah because we convince ourselves that everyone is out there turning up when they're they're not and they're that's not. okay sometimes okay. stay no, that's home actually absolutely normal that's <laughs> real life that's <laughs> real like life, human life. Oh, yeah. um but with that said we have a ritual here at Murata lens mm. which is that we pull out a card from our tarot book oh my god and you just tell us when to stop. She'll do a little, Sydney do a little shoveling. So fun. Now, stop. No, wait, no. Oh, wait. <laughs> that, was that, was oh, that was a practice. Okay, I wasn't ready. So you gonna, tell me. We're going to start. We're going to shuffle it. And so close your eyes. Tell us when to stop. Stop. All right. We have question 170. Okay. Walking along an empty street, you notice a wallet. It contains $5,000 in cash, but no name or address. What would you do? Would you alter your decision if inside you found the name, address, and picture of either a wealthy-looking young man or a frail-looking old woman? I would return it either way because I don't want that karma. Mm. I don't want to take anything that's not mm. mine. That's telling the universe that I need stuff that's not mine because I'm lacking stuff. Right. There's always mm. abundance. Why See, not? I want to act from a place of abundance. So if I have everything I need, I don't need to take anything that doesn't belong to me. You know what Ooh, I'm saying? Love Ooh. that. So, yeah. That's a righteous one right there. And I've been Zana. I, I want to love that. Okay, honey. My mama's going to be proud. <laughs> <laughs> but I still want that mango, though. Uh, you got it, girl. Okay. 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 We say hello. All right. Well, ATL in the house. So the Bruce and ATL. We don't hear from y'all often. Uh-huh. Tune in. Anna's and we, coming. Yeah. And we're going to come to ATL and visit you because Homegirl yeah. right here has yet to visit a strip club in ATL. Yeah, me too. Well, we'll, so be, we we'll do, do it together. together. <gasps> Jinx. Come oh, on. Hey, girls gonna, trip. That's going to be a video, girl. Done. Oh, a video. <laughs> we if they allow it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you very uh, it's much. been so fun. It feels like I'm just talking to my longtime girlfriends. Hello. That's what it's about. The That's same what guys. we're trying to do. Love it. Love it. Thank you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Thank we need you. It. Thank you. This is Matt. And this is Cindy. And this is Marado Lens. Peace. Peace.